0: Giant Stalker, Dragon Stalker, Crypt Stalker, Demon Stalker, Rift Stalker, Gron Stalker, Crypt Stalker, Scourge Stalker, Windrunner, I'm a pony, lead Skill Hunter. A Death Dealer.
1: Welcome to episode 239 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from TheBrewHall.com and TheBrewHall on Twitter.
2: I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at DeliriumHunts on Twitter.
3: And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch and BendakWow on Twitter. Today is Sunday, June the 12th, 2016, and we are
1: broadcasting live on Twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sander is there to take your questions. So let's see what I've got announcements. Uh just a just a quick update, just a reminder that, you know, BlizzCon 2016 is coming up this November. We kind of mentioned this on the on the last show. And the WHU is planning the third annual All Hunter Meetup, Foxy aka at Miss Logan. And she's uh putting everything together. Um, and just to recap, Thursday, November third, I think was the possibility of the Hunter Meetup uh doing is something in conjunction with con before the storm so we'll get more details on that as they become available uh i do know she's getting ready to order the hunter wristbands and she mentioned this on the whu facebook page this week it says they've got a preliminary design and it just says the uh, whu i think blizzcon 2016 and, and says real uh hunters dual wheeled pets is kind of the tagline that they, they've come up with here so uh so she's certainly touting the uh the beast mastery aspect back of uh, hunters which i guess we'll talk about in a little bit but it just seems like that may be the kind of direction many hunters will go in this this time around once legion comes up but uh, uh once again in the in the in the show notes we'll put the event sign up and they are still looking for donations and things to help uh purchase all the great swag and t-shirts and lanyards and all the, all that good stuff so so once again thanks for to foxy For doing all the all the heavy lifting that she's doing and it's wonderfully appreciated it should be a good time should be a good time looking forward to that so on to the news if you will so in case you've been living under a rock you may not know that the warcraft movie finally hit the united states the u.s theaters uh, north america i should say uh this weekend open on friday june 10th finally so the, the wait is over and i believe all of us uh Ali synth, Bendak, Dillier, and we've all had a chance to to see it, so we thought we'd go ahead and uh talk about this. We'll try and keep this as spoiler free as as possible um though you know, like I said, it's hard to know what is and isn't a spoiler since it's technically a story that is is known, although I guess ali you're you're more the lore expert uh, here, so you would say that enough things have probably changed they kind of that in you know, a
4: really big way. <laughs>
1: they've, they've, they've taken some, some liberties here, but, uh, it just generally a lot of
4: liberties.
1: <laughs> See, I, I, I viewed it as this, and I guess maybe this probably goes into how well you like the movie or, or, or didn't. And if you were going to expect sort of a strict, um, adherence to the, to the canon and to the lore that you're probably not going to enjoy it. Whereas if you were okay with it being sort of a, an interpretation of characters and, and events that maybe. um, you'd be okay with it. And I think I sort of fall on that, that scale there. I was, uh, so I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just, you know, I, I really had a good time with it and it exceeded my expectation, but why don't we go around and uh, Bendek, how about you? What did you, did you think about it? Did, did you like it overall? Yeah.
3: I, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Like I was sitting there like smiling the entire time, just all these little, just pointing my finger at the screen and being like, Hey, there's so-and-so and all this stuff It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I could, you could pick it up. I could pick it apart and just uh, on the bad aspects of it as a movie. But just as a Warcraft fan, like, I don't know, it was totally worth it for me. I had a lot of fun.
1: How about you, Delirium? Did you like it? I know you mentioned you saw it in IMAX 3D, which kind of enhanced things for you a little bit.
2: Yes, yeah, so I saw it in regular first and then in IMAX just <laughs> to get the full full spectrum of it. Um, yeah, I I had a lot of fun also just like. Index said there's obviously a lot of problems. I thought some of the animation was pretty terrible, the CGI stuff, um, but it was still, I still really enjoyed the movie. Um, I think they found some pretty decent actors. I really like Travis Fimmel or Fimmel, I don't know how to say his name, um, and a couple of kind of hammy actors, but that's to be expected. At a few points, it felt like kind of watching a made for TV quality movie.
1: But a really good, entertaining way for TV. <laughs> movie. And Travis Fimmel, I mean, I'm vaguely familiar with some of the cast and who played what, but who did he play? Who? That's uh,
2: Lothar. What? Was he In, Lothar? Lothar?
1: It was Lothar. Okay. And
2: I don't know if anybody's seen it, but the History Channel has a, uh, Vikings. or it's on Amazon Video. It's called Vikings, which is just a wonderful, wonderful show. If you like <laughs> kind of that period of time. Anyways, he's the star of that show.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, I've heard good so things about know Vikings.
2: Yeah
0: and uh synth what did you think did you like it (laughs) well okay don't get me wrong i loved the uh i I loved what they did with um with the story like just showing the dark portal i I loved how they uh uh, i mean i guess that's not a spoiler right everyone knew it was the dark portal story (laughs) hopefully um anyway i the storyline was great i had a lot of uh, problems with just the first 30 minutes of the film um Mm -hmm. i felt it felt rushed that's all and and i think um it was hard to follow even even like a fan of warcraft that, that that i am and i i knew a decent amount of the lore i guess um i wasn't as familiar with the older um stuff since this did take place you know in in king lane's time right Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I don't know. It, it felt like they put too much into one movie. Um, I, I would have loved it if it more, I think, if it was a Star Wars esque act one of three. <laughs> uh, I, I, but that may, may be just like what I force you know what i saw that could make it perfect i I just felt like it was missing a little bit of the blizzard polish that's all you know you know we're so familiar with blizzard and how good they are at polishing their stuff before it comes out and then just to see this not quite up to the the perfection that we're used to sort of felt a little um jarring to me if you will
1: Mm -hmm. and what about you ali what were your your thoughts on, on the film
4: I think he put it pretty well. Um CGI was pretty impressive. The Griffin, the Wolf, they were just amazing. And any time that there was orc on the screen close enough that you could see it, I was just looking at the skin and the modeling and just the the subtle little textures of the of the muscles moving under the skin. Just, you know, not even like moving, but just like the random twitches that just happened. and just really I mean we already knew that that the CGI was going to be amazing, and it is, it really is. But I'm also a lore person, and I love the story of Warcraft, and so I was expecting uh, the story of Warcraft, and I didn't get that. I got, I got a version of it that it's kind of like the Star Trek movie with JJ J. Abrams. It's <laughs> it's all the same people, and they're not doing anything like they used to do. So it's a little. A little off putting for me but it was definitely worth seeing and i saw it in the 3d imax which was definitely the right choice and at first my my 3d glasses didn't work so i saw everything in like a double which was oh really weird huh. and then they switched up my glasses like 20 minutes in and after that it was just just so good and um oh it was There were, there's little touches of like things for the fans, which I won't get into because you'll know what they are when you see them, but, uh, it was just, it wasn't the movie I was expecting. And I think that's mostly my problem with it. And it is rushed. I think that once they do like a director's cut and they have just like time to slow down and explain things, even though I know what, you know, what's going on, I still like to see it and feel it. And I didn't feel it not yet, but I will i'm sure so
1: yeah i mean the thing for me is and i just kept smiling it was just just seeing the world of azeroth come to life uh on on the screen like that and just recognizing all of these places that you you visit and play in game i mean i think that's probably what i enjoyed most of all it's just i thought visually and everything else i thought they really captured the look and feel um of the game world, so to speak, but just bringing it to life like that just really was was just fun to watch. And it was just very, very enjoyable. Just just that sort of that whole sensory, you know, just recognizing little places, little things that there that that, that you talked about, whether it was just weapons, armor, um, and, and, and the places, Stormwind and on and, and all that kind of stuff that you've probably seen a lot in the trailers and the previews and things. And it was just really, really fun to see that. But I agree with you that the story, I mean, and I'm not a lore expert by any means, but I've read a couple of the Christie Golden's books that deal with this time period, and it was very different. There wasn't a lot of explanation of what was going on, and it was quite honestly. I think Duncan Jones may have mentioned what he wanted to do here was, you know, to tell a story about orcs and humans, and I think that's really what he ended up doing. He just found a way to talk about orcs and humans, and and not, you know, get into all the details of how they kind of met up you know you know this and all all the circumstances of of how they got there and how they how they kind of met up one another and the the real evil behind it wasn't really explained at all in in any any way shape or form it was kind of very much glossed over
2: yeah i'll say granted i haven't been playing anywhere near as long as most of y'all have um so i might not have the same relationship with a lot of the characters or anything but at least in the world of book to movie adaptations My goal, like what I expect, is them to stay true to the themes, not to stay true to the story. Um, I don't know if that really applies for video games as much as book to movie, uh, because I can't think of any really great video game to movie adaptations off the top of my head right now. Uh, But that I felt like they kind of—I think they got that. Like they made me feel for the orcs who were being like both the Durotan orcs and the ones that were being controlled by. Gul'dan cool, is that yeah Gul'dan cool, um and so I was glad it what you know it, it kind of made the humans look really weak which they are in game so that's okay uh I like that aspect uh you know I'm very reliant on technology I, Yeah, so I, I felt it, it got a lot of themes from that what I know of that time period even if it changed the plot a lot or changed the story who did what what happened to whom all that jazz
0: Yeah, I think my real only complaint um, uh, is they didn't give some of the uh, some of the characters enough depth, I think, especially Durtan didn't get enough depth in my mind. He he, I don't know, maybe that's just uh, nitpicking a little bit, but maybe and and maybe it was just the number of characters that they introduced. Yeah, I mean, they did introduce a lot of them and um and there just wasn't enough depth uh, especially with Goldan. I mean like he seemed just so monotone. But uh, I don't know.
4: <laughs> there was no villain in this place. Goldan like in the game should have been the big bad villain, that's the ultimate boss. And he's not actually in the movie all that much. He's kind of impressive when he is, but he's not Doing anything he's always opening the portal and closing the portal and mm-hmm. and that's really about all he does, so he doesn't you can't build him into a villain, you know
2: okay I need to, to go. have a,
4: have heroes without a villain, I guess
2: I need to go into a little spoiler part here. It's not a major plot of the movie or anything um so hopefully nobody minds, but you know turn it off for a second if you want so there was this point where guldan Takes off his robes and fights another orc. Um, I'll leave that out. I'm sure you guys all know what I'm talking about. Who've seen the movie now? I um, and... do not
4: want to see a naked cool dad ever again. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it really reminded me of one of the characters from uh, what's the the Airbender show, Avatar. I don't know if any of you seen that. It's kind of a
0: anime style show. Are you talking about the movie or the show? The show. Okay. Um, I think I I know know exactly. There was a movie. It's terrible.
2: There's this old guy who's kind of crazy and he's an earthbender and he's old and frail and then he takes off his shirt and he's super buff, but in a creepy way. Anyways, Gul'dan was very much that to me. I didn't know how to handle that scene. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, don't watch the movie. That's the M. M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) movie. No, don't. But oh yeah, Munchie Fest says King Boomy.
1: Yeah, that's it, Boomy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. I didn't mind that so much. I, I and it was, yeah, the way they did it. It also reminded me a little bit of uh, Yoda from at-, at the end of Attack of the Clones, yeah. where he, he comes stumbling in the room, with, you know, with his his cane, and then all of a sudden he goes, pulls out his lightsaber and goes to town on uh, Count Dooku, <laughs> which was unexpected. It was, it was kind of in that vein. I guess but it seemed to work. I don't know, it worked for me, I guess.
0: <clears throat> did did anyone else think the um the green orcs were a little um cartoony? I, I felt that way, especially during like the chase scenes. They they felt a little bit cartoony to me. Uh maybe that was just um I didn't see it in IMAX three D, so maybe that was it.
2: <laughs> I mean I thought all the CGI looked very cartoony to me, so I, I mean, don't know if that was supposed to be the style or not. <laughs>
4: Uh, I didn't take it as cartoony but they're just massive. They really are. It's like they're they're even bigger than they are in the game compared to a human, which was a little disconcerting as well for me, I think. Now that you mention it.
0: Well, I, I really liked how big they made the um Frostwolves. <laughs> Those are great. Oh,
4: so good. And so Griffin tiny, was a tiny as little well.
3: nod to Hunters there. <laughs> Very small though. I don't know if you guys caught that when the one orc like is telling his wolf to attack. Mm-hmm. I was like the only hunter thing.
1: <laughs> it really was, right? I mean, yes, there was the we saw the arranged weapon, but then like you said that that particular scene, but but none of it coming all together within say like a single character that you could identify yeah. as being a a hunter uh per se. But then again, I don't think they really got into classes all that all that much. I mean, other than just the mage yeah exactly just some of the, the the abilities of of specific characters themselves but there was no one like oh i'm i'm a warrior oh here's the shaman here's you know that kind of thing that you know they they certainly didn't didn't go down that route
4: yeah it was all pretty generic kind of magic use mm-hmm. and you know i swung a sword kind of just very generic easy for people to understand
0: a lot of bubbles A lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of shields. <laughs> yeah, someone was
1: saying, Munchyfest was saying in, in chat he did not like, didn't like how Garona was was small and sort of more human than than orc. And and my understanding, she's not human at all. Correct? I mean, she's
4: she's orc, supposed to be half dranai,
1: half dranai, and half. But she's, orc, she's right. Half, she's my father half and
4: human. She's Because Goldan said that he killed her mother. Yeah. Or she said that Goldan killed her mother.
3: But 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 what were you saying, uh, Bendek? In the movie, lore, she's. She's half human. And apparently Can they say the, that at some point? Well, Duncan Jones said that, and I, oh, I think okay. he said that the scene that explains that was cut, and it might be like an, if there is a director's cut, it'll probably be in there. Okay, yeah. I mean, I certainly got
1: these sense. I didn't get the sense. I wasn't sure. It wasn't clear to me, you know, because like I said, from the lore, I'm always familiar with her being half orc, half uh, drani, but this seemed to Im- imply that she was half human, and certainly made to look, you know part human, part orc, which is interesting if that's the the route they decide to go.
4: Well, if you go that route, it still doesn't make sense lore-wise, because there was only one human that could possibly be the father.
0: (laughs) Well, it would be... Uh, Would it be an orc? uh, I
2: thought I was thinking, oh, is he the father?
4: They'd never say it, but he's the only one who was across the Dark Portal at the time that she could have uh you know been conceived and in which case why would why would they kill the mother it doesn't make sense there were no humans over there at that time you know except for the one yeah it's it's all i'm not say in case people are into the lore
0: yeah it's it's still all a little bit nebulous in my mind so i i I, i'm i you know what i am gonna reserve judgment until i see the uh director's cut because i am going to go see the director's cut or buy the movie and all that stuff you know
4: apparently oh, there's 30, 30 to 40 need a minutes, second, minutes a cut. Sequel. i think the sequel will be a little bit better because they don't have to explain things as much as they did this time they can just tell the story and they don't have to explain why we have works and why we have humans
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't explain the clan structure at all. Like, why are there, what are war chiefs? What are, you know, I I went to go see this with my wife and she had a lot of questions.
1: I would have to think that someone who's not familiar with the Warcraft universe or any of that would have a hard time with this film and and understanding it. And and it even goes beyond just the nuance of recognizing, you know, little Easter eggs here or there. I think just the whole setup um, would be kind of hard to figure out without, you know, looking going online say in, 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 reading, reading about it afterwards. Um, yeah, I just sort of felt like if you weren't familiar with the that, game or any of this, that it would be tough to tough to understand.
4: I think that the trailers didn't help. I think that the trailers could have maybe educated people about the universe a little bit, which would have helped going in. But they kind of, the movie was kind of a mess for me, and and I think that a lot of what's missing would have helped that, and the trailers, you know, we've all commented about the trailers for months now, but I think what's a lot of what's missing is going to be in the DVD, and I really hope so, and I'm definitely going to get that as well, uh, but... It was just kind of a hot mess. Is really what it was. It's well, wor- it's worth seeing. CGI is fantastic. Uh, watching the knights run around in forty pounds of armor at like actually running in that stuff—that was pretty amazing. That was almost more amazing than the orcs, watching them do that, because that's real effects.
0: Yeah, I I do have to say I loved the armor i love the weapons i i just everything visually was a uh, was a masterpiece um even even if it did seem a little bit cartoony at times i feel like it was i i mean you know it could have been artistic if you will mm-hmm.
4: okay so- i have one question though that's just burning on my mind what happened to his boots
0: Oh, they got stuck in um, the clay thing. The
2: golem.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, it was like, because it was very, um, I'm trying to do this without spoilers.
4: It was fast until I missed it. So I was like, you know, why? Why? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It was, it was
0: like an odd little detail they threw in
1: there. It was, I I thought it was sort of distracting at one point to see him in barefoot like that. It was like, I don't know. They could have gone either way. On on that, but yeah, that's what happened.
0: It made him faster, right? That's. <laughs> <laughs> the battle like
4: is really short. I was kind of hoping they'd be longer, but maybe I'm just bloodthirsty.
0: <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of um a lot of agreement on like the the plot being rushed a little bit. And I th- or, you know, the amount of time in the movie uh, being too short for what we needed. So.
1: There's a lot going on in that. I mean, that that whole story and that whole time, though. I think there's a lot. There, there's just a lot of story, a lot of events, a lot of people, a lot of characters. I think it's kind of hard to fit into uh, a, a single film, certainly. And I mean, I, I guess it's probably good enough. I mean, it did really well overseas. It did great in China. Um, you guys some it listed some stats here saying what about 145 million in China so far, which was more than the uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens had done over there, so I mean, it's it's hasn't been complete. I don't know what the, what the uh, sort of critics have been saying. I, I think it's been somewhat negative, I suppose. But I, I I guess what I'm saying is, I think it's probably good enough to to rate another movie a sequel.
3: Don't you guys think?
0: If Transformers oh, yeah. can get another movie, this one will. This one has to.
3: It just depends on how much money it makes. I I read somewhere that. In order to completely break even between the budget and the marketing and everything else they have to make uh 500 million at the box office
0: Mm -hmm. wow internationally Uh, or just here internationally yeah oh i think they'll make that
3: it'll be close i think um i think they're saying china might make it like to 200 to 250 and the us might be in like the 60 to 80 range and then there's the rest of the world on top of that so it'll be close but then there's they have to factor in like blu-ray sales and all that too
1: yeah if right could- and like i said if there's going to be like a director's cut extended edition then you know that will probably get people by out yep. there buying it and wanting to watch it for sure
3: yeah well duncan jones sort of implied that director's cut is kind of dependent on how it does because mm-hmm. i presume that they're going to need to do some more effects work for the cut scenes oh gotcha so that- they wouldn't have they would have probably stopped doing effects in some of those scenes as they were cut so mm-hmm. which makes sense and, and then it gets into the question you know what will the
1: the story be i mean it's uh, for me personally i'd love to see them eventually get to like northrend and start talking about the scourge and, and the lich king stuff but i think it's where story-wise still a long ways off from, from the from those events and i don't think that the end of this movie segues directly into, into that. I don't think it gets to that point at all. Yeah.
3: I don't think they have to do it in an order like that though. I think they could make just a few movies that are just telling like the best stories from the Mm -hmm. whole thing from the entire Warcraft universe, you know, and Arthas would definitely be one of them.
1: Yeah, I would love to see Arthas on, on on film. I mean, I guess the the challenge with that is that 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 the Arthur storyline, of course, concluded, really came to a true conclusion uh, in in Wrath of the Lich King. Um, so I don't know how they would uh, come up with an ending for for an Arthur story if they're keeping it in that time period. That would be, you know, satisfying. You know, it, it would have to be. If they try and stick to any kind of lore, I guess it would sort of be open ended with the with the Lich King, you know, frozen in the in the Ice Crown Citadel until you know we come along to to vanquish him.
4: Well, I did a quick Google search, and four days ago, according to the Hollywood Reporter, it's earned about two hundred and ten million so far, and that was before it really hit the U.S. Um, four days ago.
3: Yeah, so it's 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 got a pretty good start.
1: It does it is. I mean, remember it's only been out well, at least here in in North America just just a f- couple of days here. So <clears throat> so that's good. Yeah,
3: I think tech- it's going to it looks like it's going to do more it's going to do better in other countries compared to North America though. Mm-hmm. Cuz here it's had it's has a 25 million opening weekend, which which is not terrible, but it's not like amazing.
0: Well, doesn't no, doesn't today still count as opening weekend for it?
3: Yeah, but they I mean. They, they, like, estimate it based off of the previous day and stuff like that.
0: Oh, okay. It's an estimation. Yeah.
4: I will say that my friend that just started playing World of Warcraft about a year ago, she just loved it. Everything about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, So, there's that.
1: Yeah, I would say the less you know about the story, the more you just sort of know about Warcraft in general, but less details you know about the story probably the more likely you are to just sit there and and enjoy it for 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 what it is 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 my guess at least that's the way i I sort of felt about it's like yeah this it was just it was it was a fun ride for me and like i said it made me want to i'm not saying it wanted to make me go back and play world of warcraft but i did sort of give myself a nice flight tour over uh azeroth and stormwind and places like that just to (laughs) just to see it maybe made me sort of wonder if this is one of the issues with the the current game in, in World of Warcraft is that we with each expansion we've seen, we seem to get further disconnected with like sort of the uh places like Stormwind and Ironforge and and, and, and the main world. I, I don't know what there if there's a fix to that. Obviously with Legion we're going back to Azeroth, but I don't know if there's a way to make those places relevant
0: in any way or important if that would sort of well we make had the that. game
1: feel a little better.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, we had that in Cataclysm. It wasn't exactly the best. <laughs> yeah, we did. We I don't did. know. I don't think they're going to do another Cataclysm for sure.
3: Well, we got Dalaran again. So there's mm-hmm.
0: that.
3: So, and
1: and is it a different, is it is it the same, I, since I'm not, I'm still not in the Legion beta that I have been trying, doing what I can, uh, but is it the same, is it the same Dalaran or is it completely
3: redone and new for Legion? uh it's mostly the same but there's some new areas like the the center of the city is different um i think there's more there's some more stuff in the underbelly uh, but a lot of like the same npcs are still there
1: i, I um, yeah i guess what i'm asking is, is so and it's just one is it in northrend or do they move it i mean is it just like if you're going to do wrath of the lich king stuff is it that is that the dalaran are you going to like a wrath of the lich king dalaran or are you going to like legion dalaran is it just one dalaran
3: there's, there's still the old of... Dalaran, yeah. Oh, there is. Okay, but there is there is like a, a quest that shows or explains how Dalaran moves to where it is now.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I get when it moves, there's like everything everything in Dalaran gets like knocked off the shelves and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't there some Easter eggs with a gnome butt in in a tank and and uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was awesome. I like how much detail they put in.
4: Well, didn't the NDA for the beta come down this week? I don't um, know. It, or was that the movie that. that was the NDA that went down?
2: Yeah, whatever they were. I saw what those people were talking about, but that wasn't related to the beta. That was just some meeting they had. had. Yeah, I don't. There think was the no NDA had, on the beta yeah,
1: ever. Yeah, they they stopped doing NDAs for for their content mm-hmm. like that. You know, otherwise. Which makes sense. I think that's fine. Otherwise, That's why otherwise people wouldn't be able to stream it, talk about it, do anything.
4: <laughs> that's true.
1: If there was an NDA. So I, I, I don't know. I did say, see something. There was an NDA for something. I don't know what it was or if it's been lifted. Or
4: was I, the
3: Developer interviews. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So.
1: Huh. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's what BMEA was confirming. Yeah. The NDA was related to the Legion Summit interviews. Okay. So yeah. not Not really a big deal. Although we got some, those were
4: pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, they were. There was some good stuff that came out of that. I I think if we have time, uh, we can talk about a few of those things. But why don't we move on a little bit, um, to Legion, and we'll talk about some of the some of the hunter stuff. Um, since our last show, I think with some of the beta releases, there's a lot of new stuff going on with with hunter pets. A lot of new and very cool pets that are being introduced uh, into the game. Um. So why don't we why not we talk about some of that? Because all all I can say is you know you're going to need a bigger stable, folks. And because as far as I know we have we're not getting more stable slots, but there's a lot of a lot of neat looking pets coming with Legion that you'll probably want
3: to want to make some space for. I know I will. Yeah, I don't know what pets I'm gonna delete. I mean, already the ones I have there, like you know all these rare pets and stuff, and now I got to decide. There's like looking at these these Legion ones, is like at least 10 that
1: i want <laughs> yeah so let's start with the, one of them it's called what the, i believe it's the lowland mana shell which has it's a turtle and it's the the tortoise model mm-hmm. and from think the throne of thunder right and, and and tortoise from the throne of thunder as far as we know is not tameable correct because i mean that's no. not the case with all 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 the all the uh raid instances and we'll talk about that in a second but i don't think tortoise is tameable but this is one that has his exact same model as him um but you were saying bendick because i read read your post on, on eyes of the beast that he's not a rare mob but he
3: may not be that easy to find either yeah it's um the first couple times i went there i never saw him and then the next time i went i found one and then it's usually it's so there's a bunch of regular turtles in the area and the way i think it works is that every time one of them spawns there's like a Super rare chance that this this mana shell will spawn. So if you go there and you don't see one, just kill a bunch of turtles, and I think one will show up.
1: That makes sense, and it's a it's a level one ten only zone, correct? Right. So you'll you'll have to wait until your max level to be able to to get one
3: of those. Yeah, it's a really cool turtle. It's I think it's I even like it more than the terrapin, the fire turtle. Oh wow. And that's that's
1: I still think that's one of the best looking pets in in the game. Period is is Terrapin I like him a lot. But yeah. um,
3: well, that would be actually a neat combo with uh, make one of them into Haiti or Hadi, and then mm-hmm. have the other one as a regular pet. You
1: know, <laughs> two pretty cool turtles. That would be cool, and it would almost be like fire and ice. I'm not. I mean, it's tortoise. He's just he's sort of blue and cool in, yeah. in 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 color. So it's a nice nice little contrast there. Contrast there, I should say. Very cool. One of the ones I'm looking forward to is Thok, the bloodthirsty, which is, of course, is the big armored T-Rex. Undasta is a similar model, but this was the one from Siege of Orgrimmar, and he is now tameable. I mean, we've been wanting to tame him ever since we saw him uh, in Pandaria, and now it looks like we're going to be able to do it. I don't think it's going to be too
3: difficult to get. Uh, No, it's just the difficulty is just getting there, I guess, which isn't that hard. (laughs) Uh, there's no. no special mechanics to tame him. You just walk up and start taming.
1: And I believe, I, I met, I, and I haven't, I don't know if you tried this, I, I thought it was possible to get him, people were reporting you could get him out of LFR even. Um, yeah,
3: that's where I got him, oh. yeah.
1: Is it? Yeah, so, I mean, even easier, right? I mean, because I think you can go pretty much to that wing and don't have to worry about slogging through some of the
3: earlier bosses in the trash.
2: Um, Is that so. new? I didn't know you could go back into
1: LFR.
3: Because mm. I've been can, there for a while. <laughs> it's been there since warlords yeah you wow. can um you go to the seat of knowledge in pandaria and you can solo queue or or queue with a group for any of the wings um so if you go to the third wing all you have to kill is spoils of pandaria and then there's Thok. Mm-hmm.
1: and that's cool now any and, and during the fight he's a he changes colors but my understanding is that you're going to get you, you won't get Um, you won't get to choose the color you won't. he'll be just or get a, He's just going to be the default color when, when yeah. all is said and done so
3: yeah
1: <clears throat> and also, I'm pretty sh- 100% sure that Undasta is not
3: tameable I don't think they'll ever make a world boss like that no I'm skeptical that they make a world boss but I think isn't there one of those something like Undasta on the Isle of Thunder like a similar one so there, I mean that's, that's there might be. a possibility, yeah.
2: But that's where Undasta is. What do you mean?
3: No, the Isle of Thunder is like the Thunder the Throne of Thunder. Island.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, where they let him out.
3: Yeah.
1: Maybe there is.
3: Yeah, and in Rails right.
1: in the chat room is asking Thok is purely cosmetic. Yeah, he's he's just a regular devil sore, but he
3: just looks yeah. really cool.
1: <laughs> huh.
3: He actually looks really good as uh Hottie because when you make a pet into Hottie, it's like it keeps the electrical effect, and mm-hmm. then the electrical effect is right where his big shock collar is. <laughs> so oh, cool! cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: that is neat. That is neat. So yeah, yeah, I can't wait to go to to go grab him for sure. Um, and I wonder if you know because there's going to be this pre patch So I wonder if you'll actually be able to get him. You might actually be able to go and get him as soon as that pre-patch is. Uh,
3: oh, for sure! Yeah, you will be able hum- to
1: comes out so you might not even have to wait for legion uh to go get thok which is cool um, uh, another one coming is called uh Bullvinkle, which is great and as you might guess he's a he's a moose and he's a spirit beast moose correct
3: yep <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's exactly what you'd expect he's just a transparent blue moose <laughs> right does he i guess it looks similar to um Gosh, what was the the mount we just got, or is he not even that decorated? Just more like a plain old. No, moose?
3: he's just uh, he's like he's like the spirit beast. He's like Arcturus, but Moose.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And you sort of listed it here. He's just a rare spawn, maybe. So he's just kind of like the old school style of spirit beast, where he just you know you have yep. to show up there and camp and that
3: kind of thing. okay um, Yeah, I don't think it's not as long as the old school ones. I think it's. I don't know the exact time. I'd I'd say roughly two hours.
1: Yeah, that's not too bad at all. Because I mean, you can you can have a good chance of finding that. I like that. And I guess you said he's in Stormheim. Is is one of the ones? Is that the? Isn't that where our uh, class order hall is? Or which zone is the class order no, hall? In? that's no. in High Mountain. High Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and what else is coming? And you had mentioned mana sabers as a new exotic family. So what are the mana sabers?
3: Um they look like the the Mystic Rune Saber, the the mount from the store. They're pretty much the same thing but just without the saddle and everything like that. Um they look really cool, but uh it's kind it's, it's kind of weird because they're like their own own family, but there's only right now there's only two colors and I think there might be a third. And I don't know, it just seems weird to me. And plus they don't have a special ability whereas all the other exotics have special abilities. So it's uh, is, I, I, it's weird.
2: That is they weird.
1: Increase your mana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's odd because I mean, I've seen the rune saber. It looks like, you know, most other cats. So why not make it put it in the cat family? Or, 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 or make it a spirit beast, I suppose, either way, but
3: to have it sort of be.
1: It's, it gets kind of confusing, but it's an exotic pet, so that means you'll have to be Beast mastery, I guess, then to get it.
3: Yeah, they do look really cool, but I don't know. We'll get, I guess we'll get into those pet abilities later. I wrote yeah. something in the notes, but it's kind of weird how they are right now. Yeah.
1: So those seem to be the the big, I guess, what do you say, non-mechanical pets. Those are sort of the normal pets, and
3: pretty much those all of just, them. Those are just some of the cooler ones. Just, there's a lot of other pets, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah. And Some with the Thoth,
1: standouts, bull Bullvinkel and the man of saber. So all three of those are exotic, So you'll need to be uh, beast mastery in order to, to to get those. Whereas your survival hunters can get the tortoise model. Well, I guess it's marksmanship too. I forgot marksmanship has its pet now. So, <laughs> right.
2: so Bendak, have you heard? Is there anything on the that's going to be on the level of the Garrett quest lines, or even the uh, what's the green fell wolf name?
3: Um, I'd say the closest to that is when we're about to talk about the Iron Juggernaut. Oh, wow! Well. Yeah, the Iron let's Juggernaut talk about
1: like, mechanical pets. Yes, mechanical <laughs> pets. Yes, and the Iron Juggernaut specifically. But uh, so we'll let's we'll talk about some of the notes. We have lots of different. You, you said there's lots of different challenges from rare spawns to, to crafted pets, which is cool. So they really they did talk about doing that, right? I mean, making mm-hmm. these taming challenges and things like that. And it looks like they really really put some thought into this and came through. Um but you you noted Bendek there are a few of them are simple walk up and tame pets, so that that's good too. I like the fact that there's there's a mix um so let's talk maybe talk about these undiscovered you mentioned there's like green and orange mc wolves i mean are, when you say they're undiscovered are we are you hundred percent positive that they're in the game or uh
3: not hundred percent positive just know okay. that they they exist in like the game files I don't know if they're actually out there yet, but they could be a future one too.
1: Right. Yeah, that's entirely possible, right? They could be holding those for uh, a later patch and not, you know, not yeah. everything could be expected to come at launch, which would be okay. Um, and you made a good point that these will be tameable in 7.0 pre-patch. However, <laughs> the yeah. professions won't be updated in the pre-patch necessarily, right? So you won't be able to, unless you're a goblin or a gnome, you won't actually be able to go and tame, tame these things. You'll have to wait.
3: Yep. Yeah. But, but, but that's a... I, one thing I noticed, because on the beta, every once in a while, the on the character page, you can change your race. Mm-hmm. So I basically was able to tame things as a gnome, uh, tame mechanicals as a gnome, and then switch to like a dwarf, and I could still use those pets. So I guess if you got money to burn and you really want those <laughs> mechanical pets early, you could double race change and get them
1: i guess so i mean that seems like a bit bit much but it is it is i guess it's good to know that that is a that is a possibility uh to do that i couldn't imagine going through that length so i'll just be happy to wait uh, though i probably will make a a gnome hunter at some point in this expansion i may may burn my level 100 boost on on that actually giving strong consideration to making a a gnome hunter and just boom instant 100 and go from there Hmm. Well, let's talk about Iron Juggernaut, which of course is one of the bosses in Siege of Orgrimmar, and it is now going to be, well, it's not really, it's, it's tameable. However, it's not like just go fight your way to the boss and then hit the tame button, right? It's, 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 you've got to craft one first, apparently, which is very cool. So you kind of worked with uh, some of the folks, or at least I forget who the person was from Pettopia, but you and that person kind of uh spent a lot of time in siege of orgrimmar just when you thought you were done with that place, uh, trying to figure out how to collect all the parts and craft it. So why don't you talk about what's involved in
3: getting an iron juggernaut? Yeah. So, um, the iron juggernaut, um, like Dark Bruce said, you have to actually craft it before you can tame it, which is pretty neat. Um, I don't know if I, if I should like s- spoil this, because I know some people like discover it on their own, so if you want to do that, just mute for a few minutes. Um, basically, you have to go through Siege of Orgrimmar and collect some parts, and then you use those parts to craft uh, a deactivated Juggernaut, and then you use that thing to summon a Juggernaut, and then you tame that Juggernaut. Um, there's four different colors. Um, the first part, it drops off of Iron Juggernaut, um, a pile of Juggernaut parts. And then you have to go to Siege Crafter Black Fuse to get his power core. And then the last part is the one that took forever to find out. There's these <laughs> little tiny paint buckets that are like thimbles of paint and they're scattered around the Siege of Orgamar, which is a big place. Like it's a big place. Like I spent hours in there. And so we finally found these little paint buckets and you combine the paint bucket with these two parts and it makes the juggernaut. And. It's pretty fun. It was pretty, it's pretty. It was like pretty fun to discover it all and everything, but and they're really cool pets too. Yeah,
1: that's pretty. That is that is very cool. And the fact that there's four colors means you can go back and you know pretty much spend a month if you want, uh, <laughs> scavenging parts and getting getting one of each kind.
3: Um, yeah, you can if- only make one per week, um, even if you run it on different difficulties. It'll still only drop it once per week. You can do it on uh, normal, heroic, or mythic, but not LFR.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, that LFR apparently is not available. So just just those three, which, as you say, shouldn't be hard to solo, with the exception of which which was, uh, excuse me, Galakras, right? That's still, because of the mechanics, you can't solo that boss.
3: Yeah, you need a friend for that. Just someone to shoot the cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, it only drops one one part per run, so... If you're in there with like a hunter friend, you're going to have to take turns because it's only going to drop one part. So, I would suggest if you're running it with someone else, maybe you run it twice, once on normal, once on heroic and then you can both make one.
1: Uh that makes sense cuz right cuz even though you can go and run these instances, you can only get loot off the you can only loot the boss one time, right? So, if yeah. if you get two hunters in normal and one of you gets it, it's not like you can go back and run normal again and The other guy can get it, Uh, so because you'll be. But I guess if you change difficulties, of course, that that's a good way to go.
3: Yeah, and it's perfectly soloable at Mm -hmm. at one ten. Even a lot of it, even is pretty easy at level one hundred, in normal mode. Right. So, and I mean, when you say so one ten, and you're in
1: pretty basic gear at that point at level one ten, so it's not like you have to go and get raid gear for one ten level. You know, one ten. You know, gear from the raids and the dungeons and things like that you're just pretty much whatever you're wearing and just by that and the fact that you're level 110 seems to be enough that you can just kind of plow through the place. Yep. So yeah, that's that's very cool. And that's just one of 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 many. I guess there's another one called Friender, which is uh oh you said a blue mechanical wolf in in Nomorgan.
3: So what is what is this one like? Uh this was this one is different. It's you have to solve a little button puzzle and then when that you solve the puzzle it activates him. And then that's how you tame him. Uh he hits really hard, so you have to use aspect of the turtle. Uh, that's then there's then there's another one, there's a mechanical gorilla in Ungoro Crater. Uh Amy Zero Two. Um it's kind of like a traditional taming challenge where you have to kite it, get it below thirty percent health so i i just use concussive shot i'm not sure <laughs> what else you would use those so survivals kind of like i don't know i guess just get those throwing axes out and hope you have like 30 minutes to kill it with your throwing axes
1: mm-hmm. that's cool now that's different now amy was there an a amy 01 i think yeah, right? amy it's
3: 01 a, was part of a quest The quest and, right uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and but she was friendly so then yeah. everyone was like was like, oh, we want to tame the mechanical gorilla, and then so Blizzard mm-hmm. just threw an Amy Zero Two.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought the the quest one was Amy Zero One. I remember that. I remember that from vanilla. And I think I forget what you had to bring to Activator, but it was one of those items where you never had it, right? You just you'd get down there and you'd be like, oh crap, I'm missing these Mithril bars or Mithril something. <laughs> it was it was some crafted engineering item, and I don't remember it. like wouldn't have it, and then you'd have to go, you know hearth out and go to an auction house and <laughs> hope you could buy them or craft them or something and then make your way back to Ungoro crate it wasn't like you could do all this stuff instantly by the way either all that all that travel
0: <laughs> yeah and you had to go through the cave too so that by the time you're done in there you're like oh crap everything has to be you know i have everything's respawn now you have to ugh
1: <laughs> yeah, caves are just like that, generally speaking, not to digress too much here, but I always dreaded going into a cave or something like that, right? Where you had to go to the end of it because you just knew you were going to fight your way in and you're going to have to fight your way out. <laughs> but uh, All right, so we there's more. Gosh, you got a whole bunch so of these. a ton to of out. them, yeah. So,
3: go through the, them quickly, uh, sen- I guess.
2: Yeah, did you That's have a fine. favorite that you tamed?
3: Um, Jeez. I say the a juggernaut. I don't know, just because of what I went through to tame it. But outside of the mechanicals, definitely Thok.
2: Yeah, that's just so cool. Yeah. I'm so excited about that.
1: So, uh, well, so the next one is the sentient uh, mechanostrider, which um, is also in Nomergon, right? So you said a unique color mechanostrider. So it comes in three colors. Is that right?
3: No, that's it's a tricolor. thing. oh, oh yeah. it's a
1: tricolor thing. So it's
3: yellow, pink, and blue. Cool. Yeah, this one, it's um, th- there's these punch cards in Omegon. Some people will be familiar with them, but you have to like collect them in order to unlock different areas. And so you have to get, you have to collect like three different colored punch cards, and then you get the prismatic punch card, which unlocks this room, which where this new Mechanostrider Strider is. But you can only tame him if you have this weapon that drops off another boss in there (laughs) equipped. So yeah, it's I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's pretty, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's on wild and everything, but it's uh, pretty involved. It's pretty neat. Like I don't, I don't even know how the person who discovered it, discovered it. (laughs) People are good at that. I mean, I
1: don't know. Like I said, we, I remember when we did the Gara quests for warlords of Draenor. I mean, you know, that even that was hard to figure out even with all the clues and and the data mined information it was still a bit challenging <laughs> i don't know how people go about doing that and they just it's pretty amazing how they just have this sense of where to look and 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 what to do
3: just piece these things together a lot of it's just spending time to <laughs> mm-hmm. trial <laughs> and know, error looking yeah. behind every crate in orgamar <laughs> yeah uh, there's another one called
1: Tecton, which is an exploding sheep found near Elwyn Forest. Now, is this the one that's up on that little hill? Yeah. So that's the one. Okay. Um, so, you say, so you said you had to tame it before it reaches you or it blows up and knocks you
3: back. So can you freeze it or no? Uh, yeah, you can crowd control it. Mm-hmm. Just um, freeze it or binding shot or something like that. Yeah.
1: So did they change it? Because right now it's just like it's almost like a
3: critter. If you go into the game today, um, you, know it's, you know it's no—it's an actual mob. It's just really low level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird having a sheep as a pet, but it's pretty yes. cool too. <laughs> so then there's the weaponized rabbit, which is uh, the mech bunny. It's the same—it's the same pet that a brand new level one gnome hunter starts with. So this is an alternate way to get it if you're not a gnome. Mm-hmm. And it's a rare spawn in uh, near Tinkertown. Then there's Nuts, which is a Robo Squirrel in Ashara. And this is another like little puzzle that you have to solve. Um, you go to the secret lab, which is in Ashara, and inside one of the buildings, there's a little book you can read, and it'll give you some instructions on how to activate Nuts. It's just activating stuff in a certain order and the next one is war iron axe beak which is a mechanical toucan this one's actually in tanan jungle uh in the little outside area of hellfire citadel and he's guarded by a couple of npcs who will throw stun bombs at you when you try to tame him. so you just have to deal with those those uh, guards and Treble and Rush are the Mechanical Wolves, I think we covered them in a previous show.
1: We did talk there. about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know if we knew um about both of them. I I, mean, I I think at the time I think only we'd only figured out how to do people'd only figured out how to get one of them, I thought, or didn't know where the second one was.
3: Yeah, it's it's like the track hunting from Miss Pandaria, mm-hmm. except this time you track little puddles of oil on the ground and then you reveal it with your flare and then tame it. There are, uh treble's a black wolf and rush is a red one. And then there's a few uh common ones, more common ones. Oh Dan, there's like a couple of different colors of Mechanical Striders and uh Chicken. So there's a lot of me.
0: Well, did we lose the call? Oh
3: yeah. crafted one, there's these little <laughs> so I don't know. And-
0: Oh there's a lot of
3: it's it more than sixteen.
0: There was a lot of uh lost audio there.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. What what did what was I saying when I cut
0: out? It was only a five happened, seconds.
2: I think what happened is somebody uh took and they kind of squeezed the cord together
0: mm-hmm. and then
2: they let it go so it all came out real fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but right, in between I although I see I don't know if I'll want well I, you know, if I'll need well, I certainly don't need all four flavors of like iron juggernaut, but I may very well want all four. Um, you know, maybe maybe not the grey one, but I mean uh, so yeah i'm gonna have to so the last bm yeager said he heard was the meccano chicken yeah so that was haywire battle chicken in lock Modin, and then you mentioned the proto strider and then optimo which are both meccano striders all found in lock Modin. yep so well why don't we talk about the other hunter pet talk if you will because you had mentioned Questioning what was going on with the uh, pet abilities and what is going on with, with pet abilities.
3: Or don't I we don't know? know they haven't touched <laughs> them since they, they deleted all of the raid buffs and then they haven't touched them since. So right now,
1: right, so right now there's a lot of inconsistency then, right? I mean, cause the exotic pets all had special ability or two, um, or three even, or three. <laughs> So some of them, I assume, have retained those, but others have not. And it certainly sounds like, you know, when we we mentioned earlier that some of the new ones they've introduced haven't even they haven't added anything to them.
3: Yeah, the new ones, plus a lot of the existing ones have nothing now, too. So the one example I listed was like a turtle or a crane has these really useful abilities and then a wolf or a mechanical has nothing. So I don't know if that's intended or they just haven't got around to it or what. Yeah, it seems weird because, you
1: know, anytime you have something like that, you know, you might be inclined to use a turtle, you know.
3: Spirit beast,
1: basically. Everywhere you go. <laughs> or And and just because of that little bit of extra, you know, I don't know if it matters as much if you're out soloing and doing stuff. But maybe, I mean, the crane has what? The battle res, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I could see wanting to bring that or have that available, you know in a in a raid situation or a dungeon situation. <clears throat> you know, and you use it using a pet like that exclusively just just for those for those those times. Which I don't know, I think it sort of defeats the purpose of mm-hmm. you know, anytime anytime you have a pet that can do something a little bit extra, a little bit cool, you know, you you know, you're just naturally inclined to 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 bring that or it's expected sometimes
3: yeah so I don't know I just hope they do something with that either just make it consistent one way or the other either either only exotics have special abilities or everything has an ability or something. I don't know what do you guys think
1: yeah no i I would think i I would like to make it see it be consistent and i you know. You never want it. it's never fun losing anything. I'm just trying to think what abilities. I mean, do we still have uh, like the bloodless slash heroism? I mean, is that still?
3: Yep, that's still a thing.
1: So that's still a thing. You know, I'm just trying to think the utility we had. Of course, you know, the battle res. And then it basically was a bunch of sort of defensive abilities, no?
3: Yeah, that's like the shell shield and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then I think there was uh, was like Immortal Wounds debuff. Mm Mm-hmm stuff like that.
1: So maybe they ought to just, you know, remove them outright then, I suppose. And I don't want to, I hate, you know, calling for a nerf or something like that, but I just think it would, it kind of defeats the purpose of, you know, having all these different pets. And (laughs) if you're going to have a few that are, do something a little bit extra, extra special like that, but, but, you know, you hate to lose some of that utility as well. Yeah. Like the battle res and the and the and the, the bloodlust, you know, it's good to have that. But with all the buffs and debuffs gone, you know, in that in that way, um, you know, maybe it's just not a good fit
3: for 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 pets to to do any of those things now. Yeah, I'm all right with exotics having little, like special little perks, but. Mm-hmm. but even even that it creates problems too because it's beast master it's like well i better use my spirit beast because you never yeah. know when that heal will come in handy
1: yeah exactly and, it, and it, like i said and, and if it's mostly coming from the mostly coming from the exotic pets then you know that's you're really only talking about you know it applying to the to the beast mastery spec so marksmanship and survival don't really benefit from that that at all because they, they, they can't use those 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 particular pets But I don't know. I mean, any thoughts from you Delirium on that or
2: Yeah, I don't, I have no idea what they could do to make it interesting and fun. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at a loss.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd be, you know, if they want to strip them off the pets and, you know, give me some more stable slots, I'll, t- I'll, I'll I'm willing to do that particular trade-off, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a problem. I mean, we I, I don't, you know, Cause like, like I'm sure most of you, I have a whole bunch of rare, hard to get pets that there's just, I don't use them all the time, but you know, a lot of effort went into getting them. So, you know,
3: if you're, if you're playing beast mastery, you, you will be using them technically mm -hmm. because there's a glyph that makes your dire beast summon from your stable. Oh, that's
1: true. That's true. That's
3: really damn cool because you see all of your stabled pets all the time. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things, for, like out of everything, Hunter in this expansion, because it's just so cool being able to. I've got fifty pets stored away there, barely ever see them. Now you exactly. see them all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no that 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 is awesome. And are they just? Uh, do they? Do yeah, do they. Well, I don't know if you have. The, do you have the, the name plates on them too? Do you see their names pop up as well? Or.
3: No, nah, you don't see their names, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They're just star
1: beasts. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm just glancing at it. Yeah, there's just a lot of pets that were were hard to get that um <clears throat> you know I just I, I, I wouldn't want to delete, so I'm gonna have to see which ones are, you know, the ones that I can just go up and get anytime and, and delete those, I suppose, and make room for the others. But I bet I'd be hard pressed to find enough slots.
2: <laughs> so how many spirit beasts are we up to with the Legion?
3: I th- <laughs> um, I want to say it's like thirteen or fourteen, something like that. It's just a guesstimate. It's around that area.
1: I think you're right. I'm just looking at my stable. I've got like a dozen in there now. Maybe, maybe, maybe I already have thirteen.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I feel oh. safe deleting the uh, porcupines, but that's about it from the.
1: I wouldn't delete any
2: of my other spirit beasts. And yeah, and there's a lot of these that were the was yeah. it cataclysm where they put in all the rares that were the older uh in old content.
1: Yes. Uh,
3: they yeah, they did they there were, yeah. they were
1: so, things those rares like the dragon hawks, uh, there right. was a it was a nice one uh like like pretty much an all black color um he was hard to get. There's that little monkey with the the fez on top of his head. I mean, you know, so there's a ton of rare, rare pets like that that were introduced.
2: Yeah, I have no idea how hard those are to get these days, but I'd feel real bad deleting any of those. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I a suppose. couple of even
2: the really, the really uh, not at all rare ones that I just got when I was leveling. I don't want to delete them just mm-hmm. out of my own little feels.
1: Yeah. I've got like a Hydra, I, could, I suppose I could get rid of that, or I've got Fox, I could easily get rid of that. And it just, it But some of them I like, you know, I don't want to get rid of them because I got them because I like the way they look. <laughs> it's just a question of, you know, am I going to like the way the new ones look better? So we'll see.
4: Well, how many hunters do you guys have? Because maybe you could put them on like a second hunter.
2: That's a good point. Mm-hmm. How many not, hunters do I really need to have lock, lock on?
3: It isn't the same. Mm-hmm. You got your main, which is like... I mean, yeah, I i got some cool pets in my alts, but it's not the same.
2: But especially for these mechanical ones, I like the idea of my main not having any of those because mm-hmm. they're dumb and not hunter But if I made a gnome hunter to be silly, he could have mechanical pets. Problem solved. <laughs> and I can still get to do the content, I guess.
4: Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day when I can race change my dwarf over to Gnome hunter,
0: I. Um something's going on with this call. It's like
4: dropping. more than. Oh, whoa!
0: Yeah, yes. Ali
1: got he got cut out there.
0: Yeah, good old Skype, right? Hmm. Ali, you there?
4: Yeah, I. All I said was that um, I'm looking forward to race changing my dwarf. Over to a gnome, even more than I'm looking forward to the transmog.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'll change my main hunter to a gnome or anything, but I'll definitely have a gnome hunter.
1: Yeah, no, I'll have a gnome hunter as well, but I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll race change any of my existing ones. Maybe, maybe we'll see.
4: Well, my main hunter is my horde, so this is my my secondary hunter
1: yeah
4: that that's okay
3: another thing too is with uh, hottie when you can always have a second pet out so you can cycle through your pets a lot more yeah come up with some pretty neat combinations too probably
1: Yeah, I'm gonna to have to make some tough decisions here. Uh, you know, like I said, there's really there really isn't much I want to delete in my stable. So, all right. Well, well, I think we're good. I know, delirium, you were short on time for for today. So why don't we wrap this one up and then we'll come back in a couple weeks and hopefully we get back in a regular schedule. We should be, you know, Legion's only not that far away now. It's only about what you know, a few months, whatever, like 80 days or something like that. Maybe maybe a little less than that now. So.
2: Yeah, I think we're getting to the point where there's a lot of stuff to kind of talk about and go over. And
1: There is. We should talk about feedback the specs on, so. and things like that, too. Again, kind of address, look at, look at, yeah, it'd be good to get a look at where they all are and get some thoughts on what we're leaning towards uh, for Legion. So, so that'll be good. So we'll, we'll save that for, for another show. But uh, on that note, you have been listening to episode 239 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and
3: thebrewhall on
1: Twitter.
2: I'm Delirium from ThrilloftheWild.com and at DeliriumHunts on Twitter.
3: And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Blizzard BlizzardWatch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS
1: feed to your reader, and these links will be available on the show notes. If you have a question
2: or a topic you would like us to talk about on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod.
1: Right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew locker.
2: Keep
3: your eyes on the beast.
4: For the Horde.
2: Yeah,
1: you went back to it.
4: Well, yeah.
2: Because <laughs> he didn't like the movie very much. So <laughs> I
1: oh say, <laughs> Azeroth was more more theme appropriate for for, for the movie, I would say, but we'll take for the Horde.
4: <laughs> well, you know, Legion spoilers have, have hit, and...
0: Yeah. And I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> I'm a to cheetah, to dragon, hawk. No time to waste, because I can jump shot. EM, MM, and SB. I can rock out any tree. Worried about my threat Cause I've got FD and Mr. direct Catching loose mobs in my trap